0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Take Podcast. I am your host, Jackson Burleson, and today we're going to be talking about the Cleveland Browns. Now, first of all, I want to get this podcast started by saying the Cleveland Browns are just stupid, and they make very questionable moves throughout the history of the franchise. I'm not just talking this year. Throughout the history of the Cleveland Browns. The one move that they did make that I did think was a good move for them, but a bad move to upset a particular player on the team, and that was shining Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is a great talent. We know Deshaun Watson is going to bring a lot to the table in Cleveland and in Houston he was a great player. He's very talented. Uh, He just has that unique ability to take over a game and know throw the ball and uh, be a mobile quarterback and be able to run scramble um, he's just a very athletic guy and just very naturally gifted and we all knew this when he was coming out of clemson in the draft so there was no question that he was going to be good in this league everybody knew he was going to be a good quarterback in this league but the browns getting Deshaun watson which i did not think was going to happen was Bad for Baker, not just because he has another quarterback to compete with for the starting job, but the Browns said before they got Deshaun Watson that Baker Mayfield was the guy. Baker Mayfield is the franchise quarterback that is going to lead us next season. We're going to let him go ahead and have shoulder surgery and replace his non-throwing, like, shoulder, like, muscle he tore. And then he had, like, an elbow, like, injury. And he had rib injuries, too, this year. So, like, Baker wasn't 100% healthy. And he still played for the Browns last year. And they're knocking him for it. I think Cleveland is knocking him for it. I understand where Baker is coming from, where he says he feels disrespected and he wants to move on to the next chapter in his career because the Cleveland Browns did disrespect Baker. They told him one thing and did another. And that's very disrespectful and sneaky, in my opinion, on the Browns' side. Because you can't just say that he's your franchise quarterback and then go get another guy and give him $180 million in guaranteed money. I mean, that's just absurd. That's really crazy if you think about it. And they do this consistently. And... First of all, they didn't grant Baker's trade request before they even signed Watson because they were like in the talks of signing Deshaun Watson, the Cleveland Browns. It, w- it w- They didn't sign him yet, but when they were in talks, Baker was feeling disrespected at that time as well because he did say that they told him he was the franchise guy and then they're shopping for another quarterback. That's that's what makes no sense to me. And we, I get it it's business, but I mean at the same time you got to at least tell them, "Hey, we're looking for another quarterback. Are you okay with this?" They can either decide to embrace it or they can just be like, "Yeah, I want to get out of here. I want to get I want to get traded. I want to be out of Cleveland I don't want to be in a Browns uniform anymore but that wasn't the case and the Browns are really handling this poorly because now they have two quarterbacks on the roster that are two starters two starters and we all know who's starting if Baker remains on the team it's Deshaun Watson 100% because they just paid him 180 million dollars guaranteed money why would they not start him That would just be dumb unless Baker wins the starting job. But Baker's still getting paid last time I checked. I mean, he was the first overall pick. He's still getting a pretty high salary. Not as high as Deshaun Watson's, that's for sure. But a high enough salary to not be able to be like, oh, I'm not getting paid enough. Like, he doesn't have to worry about that. But the fact that the Browns did not let Baker get traded when baker requested a trade from cleveland they said no we're not trading you why would you not trade him like he clearly doesn't want to be there because you guys got another quarterback to replace him like why would you guys keep him in cleveland when he's unhappy and it's gonna really cause a lot of locker room issues it really will those two quarterbacks are not going to get along i guarantee it if they end up coming out of the same tunnel next season in the same uniform, that's not going to go well at all. So they need to really think about trading Baker and getting something for him. And the thing that I didn't understand about the Browns as well is when they traded for Deshaun Watson, they didn't think about putting Baker in the trade deal. Why didn't they put Baker in there? The Texans need a quarterback. They have no one at quarterback. And the Texans could have used him. They could have used him. They have nobody. And the Browns can get rid of Baker and they can start off for fresh with Deshaun Watson. I just don't understand why they did that. They just gave up like a couple draft picks for him and then they keep Baker? Really? That just creates so much drama in Cleveland. But I feel like that's what the management and the ownership in Cleveland wants. They want drama around their team. That's what they're great at. That's what they're notorious for. So I don't really understand Baker situation. I do understand where he's coming from, where he feels disrespected. Um, and he's come out on multiple podcasts recently uh, talking about his relationship with the management and the Browns organization as a whole. And it's very interesting to me. It's very interesting to me. And it makes me saddened to see this in the NFL because there's no loyalty in the NFL. None. Not in business either. And it's just, it's just annoying to me. But one thing I think the Cleveland Browns are doing with keeping Baker is because they want to make sure they have a quarterback just in case Deshaun Watson's civil lawsuit cases come back up to bite him. Because, I mean, listening to those court statements Deshaun Watson makes when he's getting asked about driving an hour and a half out of Houston to go get a massage, this man sounds guilty. This man sounds like he's doing something he's not supposed to be doing. And he's being very literal with these, uh, with the people asking him in the courtroom. I don't, I don't understand it. I think this guy is definitely um, guilty, Um, and he sounds guilty. He looks guilty. You look at the videos of him speaking about this in court. He just looks like a guilty man. He, he really does. And it's gonna come up to bite him. So maybe that's a reason that the Browns are keeping Baker, but it's a bad reason to keep Baker. It really is a bad reason. If that's true, it's a bad reason to keep Baker. Because you're just going to start this entire thing in the locker room like I said. But Deshaun Watson's legal issues are going to come back to bite him. And I think that's why the Browns have a security blanket behind him, Baker Mayfield. And it's not a it's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. This is not the dumbest thing Cleveland has done, if this is true, but keeping Baker around is dumb at the same time, but smart at the same time because you never know if Deshaun Watson's going to be able to play by the start of next season. I mean, something could come up with his Instagram direct messages, or he drives three and a half hours out of Houston. I mean, you just never know with this guy. You never know with this guy, um, and he has like what thirty, like civil lawsuit cases. And this has been going on for like a year now. He wanted to get traded from Houston before that anyways. So it's just going to take a lot of time. And he's going to play next season, I think, in my eyes. But what if he doesn't? Like, the Browns might be smart here. and But dumb at the same time because they just gave him $80 million. And dumb because they're keeping Baker Mayfield. So, I mean, the Browns got a lot to figure out. And... Another move that the Browns made this offseason that was good but dumb was signing Omari Cooper and trading a fifth round pick. That's excellent. You get a great possession receiver who is probably the best possession receiver in the league, to be honest with you. And he's just a very he's just very fast. He has size. And he's an X-factor. He'll be an X-factor in this passing game for the Browns. He really will be. And getting him from the Cowboys, that'll just be... That's just going to be, be, help them significantly. But it would have been so much better if they didn't release Jarvis Landry right after. Like, why would you lo- release Jarvis Landry? He is a great second option at receiver because he doesn't need the ball all the time. Unlike Amari Cooper, he needs targets consistently. You saw what happened... With Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper in Dallas this season, he wasn't getting targeted enough, and he was complaining about it, and it really kind of affected their chemistry, and that's why the Cowboys didn't do as well as they should have. But releasing Jarvis Landry, who's an excellent receiver, is just a bad move. It, it really is just a bad move because now they really don't have anybody at receiver besides Amari Cooper, and that's just bad. And they would have played so well together because Jarvis Landry's more of a short pass guy. And Cooper can be a deep threat, but he's more of a short pass guy as well. So, I mean, that would have been a great combination to have. And especially for Deshaun Watson or Baker Mayfield, whoever ends up starting for this team. Because the expectation for this team is to win a Super Bowl. They have a great defense led by Miles Garrett, who's the best pass rusher in football. I mean, he is a monster. He's a Frank train. He's like the close... He's, he's probably... I mean, he's just so big. Like He's, he's not like Aaron Donald, because Aaron Donald is a little bit of a different player, but he is as physical. He is as physical, and he's hard to stop. He's really hard to stop. And the Browns have a defense to win a Super Bowl, but can they put the right offense around the right quarterback to be able to make it? Because... At the end of the day, the NFL is about scoring points. If you can't put up points, you're not winning any games, period. And to be honest, let's say Baker goes into camp. He goes into camp, training camp with the Cleveland Browns. And they battle out for starting job. Whatever. Deshaun Watson wins it. This offense is going to be more of a passing offense and more QB dominant offense. But if Baker wins the starting job, they're going to be more run attack like they have been with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, who are by the way, two great halfbacks to have on your team. I mean, they're just phenomenal. Kareem Hunt has great speed and Nick Chubb is just very physical when he runs the ball. He's just very physical and, um, he just knows how to find the holes in the in the line um but the browns i mean they have a talented enough team to compete yes on paper um but can they put it together and they didn't make the playoffs last year we know this but baker was hurt but the year before that they were in the playoffs with baker as their quarterback they went 10 and 6 I mean, I feel like they're just not being patient enough with Baker. Like, give him one more healthy year and then see what's going on. But they are not. They signed Deshaun Watson, and they're not patient at all whatsoever. Whatsoever. And it's just very unfortunate for them. But, I mean, in the past, Baker has had locker room issues with this Cleveland team, and that was with Odell Beckham Jr. And Odell Beckham Jr., thought he was a bad quarterback he publicly stated he wasn't a bad he wasn't a good quarterback he wasn't throwing the ball in the right places and Odell was one of the best receivers in the league at the time and he said that about Baker while they were in the same locker room so I don't really get why Odell said this but there may be some reasoning to that and we'll see um, how he performs in training camp against Deshaun Watson, if he's still on this team, which I don't think he will be because the Browns need to trade him. And Baker has said on a podcast that I've heard as well um, that he wants to be in Seattle. He wants to play for the Seahawks, which is a team that they need to have a quarterback because they just traded Russell Wilson to Denver. That would be a perfect situation for him. That team is ready to win. they got a run game. They have DK Metcalf. They have Tyre Lockett. I mean the Seahawks would be a perfect situation for Baker Mayfield to thrive and kind of start that new chapter. And not a losing not a losing team, but a winning team. And that would be a great start for him to start his uh, new team with. But they need to trade Baker ASAP. And the Browns as a whole, with Deshaun Watson at quarterback, who's going to be the quarterback, how are they going to compete with the Bengals in the AFC North. I mean, that's just going to be very, very interesting. Those teams are very good. The Bengals took a ginormous leap getting all the way to the Super Bowl with Joe Burrow as quarterback. I mean, Joe Burrow just really showed he is a crunch time player, and he lives for the big moments. He proved that. And he proved it doesn't matter how many times he gets sacked to the ground he is never going to give up, and he always has a chance to win a game. And I love that about Joe Burrow. And their t- offense is very talented. Their receivers are excellent. Their defense is great. And they are improving their offensive line throughout this offseason. They are signing a couple guys, and they're going to draft well, in my opinion. And the Browns need to draft well as well because they need some young talent uh, to kind of put on that defense, and they need some linemen as well because Whoever's at quarterback, Deshaun Watson most likely, can't be sacked that much. Even though Deshaun Watson's a little more mobile than Baker it was, but Baker got sacked a lot last year. I remember watching Browns games last year on occasion, and Baker could not be in the pocket more than like three seconds, and then he kind of had to scramble out, and Baker's not a speedy guy whatsoever. So he kind of struggles to get, out, get outside the pocket. And when Baker gets outside the pocket, he's not as good of a quarterback. He's a little less inaccurate. So, I mean, it's just going to be important for the Browns to be able to protect John Watson. Because, I mean, you got to protect that $180 million behind you. And the Browns just, it's time for the Browns to win a Super Bowl. I mean, they have the running game. Now they have a talented quarterback that can get them there, and they have a great defense. And there's no excuse for the Browns not to win the AFC North this year. But the Bengals will be tough, and I can't wait to see the Browns and Bengals play this year. Um, Those are going to be fantastic games. I mean, there's just—and the Ravens in that division, too. The Ravens are going to be coming back better. Lamar Jackson's going to be healthy. And the Steelers, I mean, we'll see what they look like with Mitchell Trubisky. Um, at quarterback, but I mean, the division's pretty wide open in my opinion, even with the Bengals being the favorite to come out of the AFC next year, the division seems pretty open to me. And, um, by the way, I did mention the Steelers, um, rest in peace, uh, Dwayne Haskins. Um, that was just such a tragic incident that occurred um, in Florida, um, you just, you really don't want to see that for a guy who's four years younger than me, four years. I mean, that's just unreal to think about. Um, I couldn't imagine, uh, going away from this earth at 24 years old. I mean, that's just way too young, way too young. Um, but yeah, that was just a sad and tragic thing that happened to Dwayne Haskins. And I kind of just had to bring that up and talk about that. But, um, yeah, well, I mean, he can't fight for the starting job anymore, which sucks. Um, but, I mean, Mitch Trubisky, we'll see if he can kind of revive his career. I mean, he really didn't take, av- take advantage of his opportunity in Chicago. He did make the playoffs once, but he wasn't really that good his second season. Um, but we'll see how it goes there for him. Um, the Steelers are ready to win. They do have Chase Claypool. Um, they do have Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith-Schuster, um, Najee Harris, at running back, who's a great uh, young player um, who has a lot of potential in this league to be some something special. Um, and he's only going to be in his second year this year, so he's got a lot of time to improve. And the Browns will have their work cut out for them in this division because you got the Bengals, Ravens, and Steelers. And those three teams are playoff-worthy teams, in my opinion. Steelers are kind of borderline because of Trubisky. It's going to depend on Trubisky's play, but the Browns are definitely the not maybe the best team in that division. I'm going to say they're the best team in that division because Deshaun Watson, I think, could be the X factor. I mean, he hasn't played in, like, what was the last time he played, like, a year and a half ago? I mean, we'll see how he is, but... I mean, we know Joe Burrow. Cool Joe. um, He's clutch. And Lamar Jackson, we know him. Speedy. Um, He loves passing in the pocket, and he just carries that Ravens team flat out. He just carries that Ravens team. But it's going to be a battle in the AFC North, and we'll see if the Browns can really kind of fix all this nonsense going on with Baker. Can they just get rid of him and make him happy? So they don't have to have two starting quarterbacks on their roster like this. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Cleveland needs to get a brain. That organization needs to get a brain, and realize that Baker is not healthy in Cleveland. It's not going to be good for that locker room at all. Um, but this is going to do it. Uh, for today's episode of the Take Podcast, um, hopefully you guys have a great rest of your day, and um. Follow the Take Podcast on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. Um, And also follow this uh, page on Spotify uh, so you don't miss out on any more um, episodes. Um, But this is Jackson Burleson signing off. And you guys have a good one. Thanks for tuning in.